folks who are dating or out there, we, we all have a checklist, right? Like most people have, it not may, maybe written down, but most of us have it locked in our brain somewhere, like what we're looking for in a mate or a partner, okay? Um, and depending upon how attractive you are to the opposite sex will determine kind of what's on your checklist. So for example, if you look like Katy Perry and you are related to the, the DuPonts, you might be looking for a guy who's really handsome and bold and sensitive and likes to take long walks along the beach of Caribbean islands that you own. <laughs> Whereas if you're Betty White, you may be looking for kind of witty and a pulse, all right? <laughs> so I, I really didn't have a checklist when I uh, found out that my ex-husband was seeing the blonde DJ at the radio station that we own. Uh, and uh, on New Year's Eve, and I was maybe a little older than you guys, um, he left. He left me with uh, a little baby. Um, so I wasn't actually thinking about dating that, at that point. Like I did not even want to date. Did not, I thought actually I would never date again. I thought that was it for me. Love life over. Um, and then, um, and then I started noticing that guys were hitting on me. Now, I don't understand this part. Like, uh, why do guys hit on women like when they have just finished like a workout and they're, they look their worst and they're in Safeway going through the reduced mark meat? You know, like, why that? Why? What is it? Why, someone explain that to me. I don't know why, but that seemed to be when it was happening. But anyway, at some point, I noticed that I was noticing guys. Okay. So I figured uh, I'm in the middle of a divorce. Um, I should probably get some advice from my attorney. Okay. Um, oh, first of all, what do we call this guy that I was married to? What's the name for that guy? Huh? Douche. Bastard, okay? He was a bastard. Can, right? What do, you, what do we call him? Bastard. Bastard, okay, right. So. <laughs> Right. So, so when I started noticing guys and started trying to figure out like how I could meet them without losing my daughter in a custody battle, uh, I went to visit my attorneys. And this was in the state of Virginia in the 1990s. State of Virginia right now is not too progressive. So you've got to have to, you have to imagine what it was like back then. So has anybody here heard of the clean skirt policy? Anybody? Okay, I, it has nothing to do with dry cleaning, okay? No blue dress, okay, nobody? Okay, so what it has to do with is my attorney told me, your ex can play around with as many women as he wants. They can, he can have them over to the house, he can, they can drink together, they can get wild, they can get crazy, but if there is any trace, any sense that you've been dating you could lose custody. So whatever you do, nobody can know, okay? So um, I didn't have a checklist. Uh, and I, I, when I was thinking about this today, I thought like, what would it be like 
now if I went out into the dating world. Um, so I went on to eHarmony, okay? And I decided I would answer the questions on eHarmony today, but using the information I had from back then. Do you guys follow? Okay, so like it's in the 1990s and I'm, I'm on eHarmony. There was no, huh? No, not, not, not at this point. Um, okay, so. <clears throat> so I went on and I started to fill out the blanks. First one, name, okay, easy, no problem. Gender, no problem. Age, around 32, okay. Where do you live, it asks. So I put in Warrington, Virginia. I don't know if that puts it on the map for you, but it's like about two hours outside of Washington, D.C. And Warrington, Virginia does not begin to explain where I lived. I lived in a 250-year-old log cabin, I mean a real honest-to-God log cabin, at the foot of Wildcat Mountain. My nearest neighbors were 40 head of cattle. Um, I actually had to, when my ex left, I had to learn how to like split wood and do all that stuff. Uh, when my friends came over in the fall, they'd climb up the apple trees and throw apples. I'd catch them in my, my skirt. So I was like a real frontiers woman. I felt like really good about that. Um, and then it says, uh, what, what's your occupation? Okay, so journalist, I had a part-time job uh, for a Spanish language newspaper, which barely paid anything, and then it folded. Um, and then it asks, um, do you have children? So, you know, I had a one-month-old daughter uh, who I used to call my bachelor buster because guys would scatter pretty much as soon as they, they saw her. Um, and I didn't have any money for childcare. So I used to take her to my press conferences with me um, and all my news assignments. So yeah, I'd show up there with my, my reporter's notebook and be asking questions. I put down the, the little baby cradle. And Eric would be in there like wiggling and everything. And then when the press conference was over, I would take her back to the office and all the other reporters and editors would take care of her while I filed. Okay, so um, I think she probably had the earliest start in journalism of anybody on earth because she's now a foreign correspondent. So she started uh, like a month, two months, okay. Okay, so um, there's supposed to be a visual for this, so here's what you have to imagine. When I hit the question for, for status, what's, what's your status, married, whatever, uh, there, was, there was no box there to mark not quite single, but desperately wants to be. <laughs> and then um, eHarmony ended the game for me. That was it. It said, you cannot go any further, okay? Because I couldn't say that I was not married or single or, you know, that in-between thing ended it totally there. Um, <clears throat> So, so I didn't have a checklist. I clearly would not have made it on eHarmony, but I did have a questionnaire. So I had a questionnaire for guys, okay. And the first part of the questionnaire was, was almost like a security clearance, okay, that, that they had to pass. So the first question is, do you agree never to touch me in public, okay, okay. So guys, you have to ima imagine like you're meeting a gal for the first time and here's her, her, this is her first question for you, okay. So that means no P PDA. When you are out walking around, uh, you cannot just sort of casually put your hand on my shoulder. You can't even give me like 
lingering glances or, you know, push me playfully, none of that. You have to act like I'm your sister, okay? Number two, are you willing to date clandestinely? As in, you cannot tell anybody we're dating, and if you do, it's over. And I, and I actually broke it off with my future husband at one point when the word leaked out. So nobody in the office could know, nobody, none of our friends could know, family wasn't even supposed to know, although that leaked out. Um, and that gets awkward because you go to parties and women are talking to you about the guy you're dating, but they don't know that you're dating him. And they tell you things, okay? And they say things that make you crazy, you know, like, I'm going to get that guy. I don't know who he's dating, but I'm going to get that guy. I'm like, and you're thinking, she is way cuter than me. That, you know, and it's, you panic, okay? Um, so then, um, then you also have to agree to um, being willing to make a really circuitous route every time we get together. So that means every time we go out, you have to pretend you're going someplace else, and we mysteriously end up in the same place, okay? <laughs> it means a lot of U-turns, a lot of cul-de-sacs. Um, and then, if we do get together, are you willing to meet me with the lights on? Lights always have to be on. And if we do get alone with the lights on, will you be willing to testify in court that there was somebody always present. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, I used to meet my guy a lot of times at my mother's house. And my mom, bless her soul, and may she rest in peace, she agreed to, for me to have my rendezvous there, OK? And she, she said she would testify that she was there and she saw everything, you know, nothing went on, OK? And then after that, the question is, do you like children? Okay, everybody likes children. Who's going to say no to that? But you had not met this little girl who spoke Spanish incessantly and had tantrums that were worthy of an exorcism. I mean, she was like not your normal kid. So you had to, you had to go through all that. And, and then finally on the list is, can you change a diaper? Okay. How many, how many people have had their dates ask them that? Anybody? Okay. Can you change a diaper without vomiting? Okay? All right. So, um, as you might guess, I didn't get a lot of second dates after this, um, which turned out to be a, a good thing because it cleared the way for Steve. And so now I present you Steve Gorman. <laughs> Steve Gorman, by the way, reporter at Reuters, my husband and uh, father of my children, very Your forgiving. Date. Yes, my second, and we had a second date. Yep. No, you're not going anywhere. Oh, I'm not. You're staying. Okay, I'm staying right staying. here. Okay. So anyway, well, I think you, I think you wanted that you wanted me to explain to them why what would make me come back for more. We we, yeah, we, we went out on a, a date. Why would you do this? <clears throat> we met in the office. We're an office romance. Right. And and a, a, a mutual friend kind of urged nudged me in, her, in Karen's direction, and uh, I went out with her knowing she was a single mom. But I thought, you know, she was awfully cute. Is awfully cute. 
So we, we went out and we went, on a, we went to a bar, I think, if you recall, uh -huh. at, at the old Epic Grill. And we met and I, there was some chemistry there. Uh -huh. and, and, and then afterwards, we walked back out to Karen's car. She was going to drive me to my car. And then she, she went through this kind of the, the, the rules of the game, the rules of the road that she used to explain to you. I think you left, you, pretty much all that was in there except that you didn't say anything about the baby, about the, uh, I knew you had a daughter, a baby daughter, but I didn't know you, anything about changing diapers. That wasn't part of it. Right? You, 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 that was later. So, so, I, so the question is like, well, what, why would I come back? You were really astounded that I wanted a, a second date with you. And, yeah, and has nobody ever wanted a second date. <laughs> and I really don't know, you know, exactly why. I mean, I, I think part of it was, I think, <laughs> I think part of it was a, a thing, and the guys who get this, was, there was a gettability factor. It was very high. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why, you know. Because I, I was a guy with pretty, pretty low self-esteem. And I figured, you know. You are digging your own. <laughs> you will so, regret it tonight and for the rest so, of your so, life. So ability is a factor. And I, fig I figured also, you know, expectations are fairly low, you know, on me. So this is all years before the great, you know, in marriage reform project took root. But so. It, <laughs> it clearly didn't take, right? <laughs> you know, and, and I think also the uh, whole idea of the, the, the idea of the cloak and dagger Skullduggery kind of appealed to me on some weird perverse level too. So and I just like the challenge. The challenge was, you know, what could, what could go wrong? <laughs> Except you lose your kid. And right, custody, yeah. you know. So uh, <clears throat> it wasn't my kid. <laughs> Erica was very cute, though. She, and she could throw tremendous temper tantrums, but she was a very cute kid. So uh, yeah, so we went out, and, and and the early years of our marriage were very were very uh, full of intrigue, and and uh, your circuitous background. This, this is right around the time also of, of Gary Hart, right. right? There were detectives so, involved. Yeah. They're following us, yes. So you know, Karen's lawyers really put the fe the fear of God in her that 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 there could be detectives following her anytime, and she had reason to believe there were sometimes uh, people following I, her. I ran right it's, into him. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, so we we would go out on dates, and we would we would follow. We would go out in a car. We would drive around, and we would go off the highway and, and go on a single lane road where we could see if no one was following us before we get back on the main route again to leave. You know, we did all these kind of weird things. The first time we ever went away for the weekend, do you remember that? Mm -hmm. First time we ever went away for like a weekend, got away, because we weren't supposed to ever be in a position where people could say we were alone together overnight. So we, we, we arranged this elaborate getaway to the beach, to Ocean City from the Washington DC area. And we left from your, we arranged that we were gonna leave from your mom's house. Karen's mom lived on a lake literally on a lake, and, and so the, the idea was I would, I would Karen, Karen would go, to, went to her mom's house the night before, spent the night there by herself, mm -hmm. so anybody who might have followed her would just be stuck outside in the front, and they couldn't go around the back because there's a lake there. The next morning, I, I, I arrived at a parking lot on the other side of the lake, and Karen's sister literally paddled her in a canoe across the lake to meet me. Right. It's like a Paul Revere kind of thing. Right, right. It was thing. a getaway canoe. She getaway. That's the first time I met your sister, Jeanette. Was, was, <laughs> was she was paddling you across the canoe. That's the first time I ever met Jeanette. Right. Yeah. So, and then we got, we got made our, our getaway clean to the beach. Right. That, was, right. uh, yeah. that gives you an idea of what we were kind of went through. And so, I know that was, so we have some good stories to tell. Yeah. So any, anybody need dating advice after, you know, just kind of? <laughs> no? Okay. All right. Anyway. I guess not, because yeah. you won't get us. Well, <laughs> what was the moral? The moral of the story. Hang in there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Don't, don't, don't be put off right away. Take so, chances. Yeah. Drive fast. Take risks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.